HT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about the war on women's images. Is ratchetness the new reality, the new normal? And are reality shows being unfairly blamed for images of women that have everybody talking? Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, and on Instagram, at Lisa Evers Live, hashtag women. Hit me up on Instagram. We'll try to read some of your comments on the air. And you know what? Text your family and friends right now. Tell them to tune in 97.1 FM here in New York City in the tri-state. You can listen to our live stream all across the United States on Hot97.com. And anywhere you go, you don't even have to be near a radio. Listen on your phone. iHeartRadio app or TuneIn app. They're free. Put it on your phone. You can have your Hot 97 with you everywhere you go. And uh, you can check out all our Street Soldiers episodes, including this one on LisaEvers.com. We have got some of the hottest reality show stars with us in studio, supermodel, activists, an all-women panel to debate and discuss this issue and bring in all sorts of uh, viewpoints. What do you think? Have the standards of behavior for women gotten so low that anything goes? Private parts gone public. I'm sure you saw those photos on the jet ski this past week. Cursing and fighting, degrading themselves to keep or get a man, putting up with behavior that our mothers would have told us, no way, send that guy packing. Some people are blaming the reality shows, but other people say they're just reflecting what's going on in society and what's happening, our standards have changed, and that really, we talk a lot about young men being in crisis, but right now, women are in crisis, and girls are in crisis because they don't know which way to go. Told to get an education, and yet the ones with the education don't seem to be the ones that are getting paid and getting famous. Give me a call right now, let us know what you think, 1-800-223-9797, that's 1-800-223-9797. 9797 on Instagram at Lisa Evers Live, hashtag women, Twitter at Lisa Evers. And uh, you can post your comments on my Instagram page. TJ's taking a picture and, uh, you know, we'll get that up right away. Joining me in studio for this amazing panel and this great topic, Damaris Lewis. She is a model and host of NBA Style. She was a dancer and muse on tour with Prince for a couple of years. And you have definitely seen her, her face, her gorgeous face, and some of the. Uh, Biggest high fashion campaigns that are out there. Damaris, thank you so much for being with us. No problem. We, are, we really appreciate it. Also with us, back again, second time. We appreciate it. The one and only Amina Panky, known as Amina Butterfly. Thank yes. you so much for being with us, sweetie. Thank you for having me again. Thank you so much Glad for being be here. here. Also with us is Rebecca Torres. She is uh, with Lifestyle Mix, LifestyleRemix.com. She tells women how to remake their whole lifestyle using all sorts of different techniques. We're going to get her take on that. Rebecca, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Also with us is Danielle Skeen. She is uh, with the Women and Empowerment Entertainment Network. She's also so with a boutique, Star Boutique, that helps women, helps homeless girls, right? Is that what it, and uh, helps them with clothes and stuff. So she is with us. Danielle, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Also with Hi. us, Nicole S. Jr. with the B-Girl Movement. She is the co-founder of the B-Girl Movement to uplift black and brown women 
and we're going to find out more about that. She's from bed in Brooklyn. Of course, bed Of you know, course. bed Bushwick. That's how it is. Um, she's a former prosecutor with the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office. She worked a lot of domestic violence cases. She's a writer. She's an activist. And now she's really trying to help women get their act together and keep it together. So, so thanks for being with us, Nicole. We appreciate it. Thank you. Also with us, you've seen her on Love and Hip Hop, another one of the stars from Love and Hip Hop, Chrissy Monroe. Chrissy, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you so much. And also joining us on the phone is uh, Dr. Jackie Walters. She's with Bravo's Married to Medicine. And Dr. Jackie, thank you so much for being with us. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. We really appreciate it. Damaris, you've kind of been in all avenues of achievement for what a lot of women aspire to in terms of modeling, in terms of being out there working with one of the top artists of really of our century, of our lifetime. What do you think the role of women is now? I personally, um, I'm not as concerned with women who are older, I'm concerned with the young girls. Um, I feel like we live in an age now of social media. It's not just, you know, we can all be here and then nobody sees the pictures afterwards. After these shows air, people are going straight to Instagram, they're going straight to uh, Twitter, and people are believing what they see. I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from Coney Island, I'm from the projects. The lifestyle I live now is not the lifestyle that I was told that I was going to have growing up. And I feel like, you know, I travel a lot. I I get to see a lot of places, but I understand that I am one of a million. And I also understand that the power of social media in today's world is very severe. So personally, I don't watch um, reality TV. Um, I feel like the the more eyes that are on it, the, the more ratings it gets, which means that we keep it on. And I feel like a lot of women, especially women that I know, they say, well, you know, even though I'm, I don't live that lifestyle, wh- whatever it may be, it might not, it's not just love and hip hop, you know, it's Real Housewives of Orange County, um, married to medicine, whatever the case may be. Um, I don't live that lifestyle so I can watch it. But here's the thing. Every person who tunes in gives it a rating and then keeps it on air. And, and you that's, think that's a bad thing? I do. I feel like if you, if you, I, f- I feel like it's a bad thing if you don't want it there. You know, like if you if you sit here and you complain about reality TV and then you still say that you watch it, you are part of the issue. Uh, I'm not saying that it's negative to watch reality TV. We are grown women. You know, we have power to choose what we watch, but we really have to see how widely it's affecting our youth. I mean, a butterfly. What do you think about that? You've you've seen you've gotten a lot of reaction to uh, your role on Love and Hip Hop. We've, we've followed you through a lot of trials and tribulations. You keep going, your music career, everything. Tell us about, what do you think about that? Right, and I grab mean, that for, me, for me, initially that, that was the whole reason why I even went on the reality show. I never thought it was something for me. I never thought I would be the character to be on a reality show, especially, um, you know, Love and Hip Hop. Um, but being that I'm a musician, I kind of, you know, that was my whole reason for even even thinking about considering it and it ended up working for me even though I did it did have a you know it have the negative sides but it also definitely um career wise helped me in a lot of ways so um you know me being part of it it's 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 kind of I'm kind of in the middle because I do agree you know especially the young girls and it's like so much about that now like I feel like that's all they talk about like wherever I go you know obviously people that I you know if I visit like college or whatever or you know whoever I meet like on the street they like 
it just amazes me all the time again like how many people actually like know who we are like because to me it's just I'm still the musician I'm still the same person that I used to be but um, for them to look at it and want to be us like they're like you know oh, that's like their goal to be one of these girls or housewives or whoever you know so. and how does that make you feel when you hear that it's like do you want to like what do you want to say to them really like if you could say anything to them they're like yeah I want to be you what would you say to them like I mean it's uh, I'm flattered if they want to be me the artist me if they want to be me because I'm on a reality show that's another thing you know like I uh, yeah it's it's difficult like really quick also you know you have to <clears throat> as a musician or anybody on these reality TV shows they all have a backstory there is a reason that they are on their shows whether it's who right. they married um, what they did to get there there is a reason these young kids want to go straight to the source we live in a world of instant gratification they're not seeing the struggle that you had to get there they're seeing the automatic product so they want to be you on the show but they don't know that to be you means you have to live like a human you have to hustle you have to do your work now these young girls are going I want to be famous when I was growing up it was I want to be a dancer I want to be a, a model an actor a singer, a doctor. There were all these things that people now wanted to Now it's just about be. wanting to be famous. Chrissy Monroe, tell us about your story. We see you on Love and Hip Hop. <clears throat> well, I grew up in East Baltimore City. I was homeless as a teenager. Um, I never had any role models, especially a positive role model. Um, I kind of just had to figure things out on my own. I got involved in the exotic dancing world as a minor. They didn't check IDs back then. I had a very, very tough um, upbringing. I, I lived in group homes. Um, my my mother was an H uh, an IV drug user, um, so you know basically I just like I said I had to figure things out on my own. Um, me coming onto a reality show has been nothing but positive for me. It gives me the platform to share my testimony and my life story with a lot of young women out here that are hopeless as I once was. Um, you know it, it's all what I make of it. Um, I, I get that audience now where I can go outside of the show and tell my story and speak to young women. Um, I hope to write, you know, some books and, and encourage, um, you know, work with some some organizations with with young women because um, I never had any of that. So you're seeing it as a positive way to get your message out. 1-800-223-9797. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. Post your comments on Instagram, GramFam at uh, Lisa Evers Live. And your phone calls, 1-800-223-9797. What do you think about this? Are women in crisis? Are women confused about what makes a real woman? What about the term lady? Remember, didn't your grandmother ever tell you, like, hey, be a lady. This is what a lady's supposed to be. This is what a lady does. And all we ever hear now, lady in the streets, freak in the... And, um, you know, is is that what it is or is it freak all the time now? Is That's what that's what I'm asking you. 1-800-223-9797. Dr. Jackie Walters, you're considered the, one of the classiest ladies on reality TV. I'm married to well, the thank medicine. You. Thank I'm you. Yes, and I'm, yes, and I'm listening to it because I am that doctor that young women can aspire to be. And initially going on reality TV show, I probably had the same exact feeling like, oh, my God, I'm in the wrong world. But I started to get uh, lots of emails, lots of phone calls, and tweets about, okay, how can I do this? And I've tried to personally make sure that I get the message out that there's another sector of women out there who can be on reality TV spreading their message without having to curse or fight or do anything that would disrespect. I do think that reality TV is amplifying what is already in a person. Certainly the young girls are influenced, but some of your more mature women act like this every day. You know, I see 40, 50 women a day, and I'm very shocked at the way 
the younger women portray themselves now. Give us an example. When you talk um, about that I, you're shocked and... Uh, I think the... The language, the, the, the way they're dressing. The language, all of that. And, you know, tattoos. I'm not opposed to a young woman having t- tattoos, but now I see such art. You know, their bodies are canvas now. And you just would never have gotten a tattoo back in the day. So I, I, I don't think it's just reality TV. It's all TV. I don't think it's just African-American TV. I think it's all TV that's influencing women, whether it is reality TV, sitcoms, news. We see a lot of things on the news now. Uh, we still see a lot of racism. So I am personally making it my own plight to make sure that women who watch reality TV see that one person that they can connect with, and hopefully I'm changing lives in a better way. All right, Dr. Jackie Walters, thank you so much for being with us. You can see her on Bravo's Married to Medicine. She's an OBGYN in Atlanta. You know, OBGYN to the stars here. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of stars and celebrities in the ATL. But Dr. Jackie, thank you so much for being with us. Rebecca, I see you shaking your head. Rebecca Torres. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if we look at it historically, women in media, we haven't really had the strongest position. I mean, media in itself, you know, 97% of what we see on television is curated by men. So that just is one thing. And, um, you know, a lot of what we see on television, it's um, objectifying women. I mean, we can't argue with these things. Reality star, mother, sister. I mean, we know it's all about, you know, the surface of the woman. We normally play secondary roles on television. Yeah, but in reality TV, it's the women. The women are the stars and the women are the main characters. Nicole, when you see that, what do you think about this? Um, I think several things. Number one, there is a culture of violence against women that was put in place as well as being executed by men who do in fact serve as the puppeteers and women are serving as the puppets on these reality TV shows and they're doing so actively and they're doing so quite frankly with gratitude when I hear people talk about you know I'm happy to be on reality TV even though I have you know put out into the world that I have been a madam in other words I've been a pimp or that um, you know there is an emotionally abusive relationship that I am a part of that for me in and of itself is probably Problematic. Why? Because it speaks yeah, why? to it speaks to a warfare that's going on against women in general and black and brown women in particular. These images that you see of these reality TV stars, particularly the female ones, they are not modern day, you know, recent fabrications. Oh no, these go back to pre-colonization and colonization. We're talking about the black and brown Jezebel. We're talking about Sapphire. And currently there's been the modernization of the black Barbie. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the woman who is beautiful but has absolutely no substance when it comes to intelligence, completely intellectually illiterate. So I do find these reality TV shows to be problematic. I am thankful for people like Dr. Jackie who do present a more authentic narrative of black and brown women because we are not all uh, ratchet, as they say. We are not all having to resort to throwing drinks in the face or flipping tables if we have a disagreement with our sister. No, we can have a conversation and calmly disagree in a loving way and continue to go to the next event. 
So you see no use at all. You have no use at all for these reality shows. Initially, you know, when there was the first, when there was the initial surge of the reality TV shows, of course I watched. But now I find it offensive. I can't watch. And when I see these young women whom I work with on a day-to-day basis mirroring the conduct of these women on television, it really is horrifying. It's mortifying to me. And when I see these reality TV stars who are being victimized by the men that they are, that they love, the men who are supposed to love them and see the way that these men treat them and to think, what is this message sending to our black and brown girls? What is this message sending to our black and brown women? It's saying to them, you know, you don't have to love yourself, right? Allow someone else to beat up on you physically, psychologically, emotionally. Why? Because she did it. She did it. And guess where they are right now? They're on TV getting that guap. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. And that, for me, is troubling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's troubling is the glamorization of it. It's, it's, you know, it's made to be something to aspire to, which is scary. And these issues that we see of, you know, dysfunction in relationships and these things happen, yes, in real life. But on television, it's like, wow. Like, this well, is let's, made let, to be... I mean, what, what about this? Because, you, you know, we talked about this with right. you before and you were very open about what you were going through. We just yeah. saw... And, you know, and, and, and Nicole, what to what you're saying too? It's like we let's not for, let's not forget our Latinas. Let's not forget the the white girls and the white Absolutely. women because you look at those reality. Sh- even though our, for our audience, because we all love hip hop, loving hip hop obviously is the most popular. But, but we you as have women these, are suffering. You from have this grown white right. all women. Yep. I mean, I but I mean, what, what about this? Like and a lot of people, a lot of people looked at you and Peter and in the recent, you know, the recent episode that just aired with the baby. Congratulations, right? But the, 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 you know, and, the, and then it's like you're, you're there, ready to give birth, and he's right. like just come from this vacation basically you know i mean um the thing is that it's it is my real life and and where i feel like it should be separated is because i didn't um i didn't go on a reality show because of my life you know and um it is actually um the uh, the case that i get a lot of mail from women that go through the same thing and they say that I help them and they ask me how do I deal with it and I feel like there is even though you're right you know there is still positive in it because um, it happens to not just the person that is exposed that, which is me it happens to so many others too but, but, but let me ask you this and you know we have love for you and we love you you love you coming up here and talking about this and yeah. just being so open because that's one of the great things about your personality but it's like here you are you and you said you went on the reality show because you're a successful artist you're a creative person you're a, right. a, you're an artist with a career you go on you're beautiful you're stunningly beautiful and then what message though does that say to send to young girls like well wait a minute the best you can do is a guy that's already in a long-term relationship with somebody else and has got kids in other words not treating you like a queen yeah i mean that's what what i do people say that to you all the time and i don't mean as a judgmental i'm just saying i'm just asking what the what what does that send you know what kind of message does that send yeah i know i mean that's what i'm 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 struggling with, but that's why I feel like the, that struggle um, is not necessarily negative to be shared. Like because that's how these people that look at it, or these young girls or women, like I, I mean, know a lot of women do go through that, right? A lot of women do go through it, and like I like I said, um, they ask me for advice, and a lot of times I'm what in a position where you... exactly I'm in a position where I. Since I didn't know what to do, I can't really tell them what to do. But um, as the season plays out, you know, you'll see that things change. Like, because you, as a woman, you can only take so much. And, like, I feel like and everyone in the world tells me I've taken away too much. Um, so uh, there's, there comes a point where, you know, the, the things, the tables turn a little bit. And um, I just can't wait for that to, to come because um, 
everybody, you know, there, there's people like me. Like, uh, I always think that I'm, oh, I'm, I'm the only one out here. But I love it when I see the reactions of people that watch and say, oh, I'm in exactly the same position. I don't know <clears> what to do. And, you know, sometimes we just don't know what to do. So so you're looking for advice on what to do. I, yeah, I, me too. I'm one of them, really. But they, I guess they, when they ask me for advice, they think that I, I don't know, because I'm on TV or whatever, you know, I can give it to them. Sometimes I wasn't in a position to uh, to do so, but now um, I've started, you know, replying to people and I love like just, you know, being able to help them out. Like, like what, the, what the real thing is. Daniel, what do you think about that? Maybe, yeah, the, pan- I, maybe the panel can help with this too. Yeah. But, but I, lo- I love your openness and, yeah, I, th- and I give yeah. you a tremendous amount of credit for just being out there because, t- you know, whether people it agree is. with what they see or what they don't, to have your business out there like that, yeah, your most intimate business, that takes a certain kind of courage and we give you a lot Absolutely. of props for that. We appreciate you helping us sort through all these <laughs> issues too. Daniel, what about Definitely. that? Definitely. And exactly what Amina said, that's her reality. So as much as we want to talk about it and say this is negative and this is bad, they shouldn't be showing this, I I think that reality, I love reality television, by the way, um, regardless of what people say, but I do think that what it does on a positive note is that it brings awareness to certain things that are, are going rampant in our communities. So for um, Amina, as an example, she went on a show not wanting to be a role model. She went on there because she's she's on opportunity as an artist she said this is a platform people are going to know my name hear my music and see my struggle i don't think she went on there knowing that she was going to be viewed as you know a homewrecker or whatever it is that she was so now we're following her and going through her story and i think all of us can find something in us that we can relate to a reality character what they about might that? be on the extreme but there's something that we can relate Chris, to Chrissy, what, what, what about you what do you think about this like what you go what you go through what you're going through and people see on the show Oh, man. You know, it took a lot for me just to come on and expose my whole life and not hold anything back. Um, you know, the, the point now I'm trying to, you know, have a baby later in life and I made a lot of mistakes. I want to show these young women, don't be me. I wasted a lot of years partying, clubbing, um, you know, being Miss Socialite, chasing all the wrong things, doing a lot of the wrong things to try to impress other people and keep up with the Joneses and stuff like that. And, you know, looking back now, it's just, wow, what was I thinking? Um, you know, I, I just want to really just show my my story like, man. If I could do it all over again, I would have done things so much different. And now I'm kind of just like making up for lost time. But what about what you're doing now? Can I just ask you about something that was in the recent episode? It's like the here you are with Chink. You're in a relationship. He's like, Mm -hmm. wow, everything's going really, really well. We're really vibing. Everything's kind of progressing, you know, in terms of a relationship. And then you go off the pill for three weeks and don't tell him about it, which a lot of women would say that's kind of like, you know, that's like a trickster move. Yeah, you know. um, I mean, I'm just asking like how like. Well, how went, do you how do you do- feel about that? Well, I went to the doctor and they diagnosed me with fibroids and they, you know, basically said, you know, the estrogen is not working in your favor. I was getting migraines. So that was a choice I made. Chink wasn't even in town. We don't even see each other enough. He's a workaholic. Um, that's another one of our issues. And, you know, it's like the time. No, I mean, I, I don't mean to criticize. No, you, no, but I'm just saying in, in terms of like because you're, you're so open about everything else. It's like if this is a man you want to have a baby with. What kind of foundation is that? Yeah, you're right. Maybe I should have told him a little sooner. I intended on telling him. It was just the right time. And he's sometimes not the easiest person to get along with. And the time that we do have, which is very seldom together... I didn't really want to tell him and ruin it because he would have just got his clothes on and left. It would have been another fight. But do you find it hard separating what really happens from what what you see on TV and like the time lag too? Does that Um, is that a problem? Yeah, it it is. It is. It's everything is compressed. 
um, into we've been filming since I think May. Everything is just kind of speeded up and compressed. And, you know, you're talking to producers and stuff and it's like, okay, you got to make a decision. Are you going to tell them or you're not? It, it kind of puts the pressure on your relationship, it, which is good in, in, in a way. And it's kind of bad because so they kind of say like, you, you need this is like a crisis point here. Yeah. And it's like, well, I wanted to tell them sooner, but maybe I should tell them later. But then they're telling me maybe I should tell them now. It's hard. It's not easy. And I've never really been through anything like this before. This has not been an easy experience, but it has been worth it. And it is it is for me a very positive thing because I have so many women thanking me. Wow, I'm going through the fibroid issue. Wow, my man is still married on paper and won't get his butt to the divorce lawyer. Like, you know, they're relating to a lot of things. And, and it's, it's cool because it's also helping me in my relationship because they're offering me advice. As well. All right, let, let's take some phone calls. I know Demaris real quick, and then we, let's get to no, the phone. Just, just uh, piggybacking off of what you said, I don't think that a lot of people, we are fortunate enough that we're in the entertainment industry. We see the ins and the outs. We know what happens backstage. A lot of these people don't understand that when you watch that episode, it probably happened four months ago. When right. you're watching it, it's things that have, have, have been condensed and compressed, and we really don't know the true story. If you looked at the camera and you said, um, you know, don't be like me. I want you to be better than me. That's why I'm here. That part's going to get cut. We're not going to see that part. So you actually, you know, we know you as a, as, a, as people. We see you as humans. But on these shows, the character you are, it, it, it gets day, edited. Yes. And it's not in your hands. And I feel like that's another message that these young girls need to understand. Guess what? We wake up with no makeup on. I'm a model. You see me in magazines, but I wake up the same way as you do. But now we've got everything on fleek. We've got everything, different color shades of foundations that aren't all right. We look like raccoons. We got light uh, under our eyes to make it appear better. In, in images and that's the thing that is the entertainment world but more people need to understand that it is not something that happens in real time but all right let's reality, take a oh, go ahead go but ahead. reality tv excuse me has been going on for over a decade and every year every season every show we get the same excuses it's been edited down over and over again because we've heard that for over a decade it's not an excuse anymore it's not it's you, never you say okay and I, I want to come back to this let me take some phone calls here 1-800-223-9797 hot 97 street soldiers we're talking about images of women what, is it the self-confidence? Is it self-esteem? What about that? And, uh, you know, are we just making too much of entertainment? Can it just be entertaining, have fun? And, you know, if these women are brave enough to take the knocks and take the criticism and put themselves out there like that, that's more power to them. That's what some people would say. Let's go to um, Pierre from, uh, oh, no, we just lost Pierre. Let's go to Brittany from Long Island. Brittany, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, it's Brittany. Hey, Brittany, go right ahead with your question or comment. Um, I just really look up to, like, everyone who's on that show because, like, I always, like, from a young girl, I always wanted to be on TV, and I always thought that, like, just to get by through that is just, like, having to marry, like, or, like, find a man like that, and I just think it's, I just, like, I just get excited when I watch the show, and I, I look up to that. Like, I don't really have a career choice. I just, my goal is to just be famous. Your goal is to just be famous. Oh, Nicole, Brittany. what about what about yeah, that's talk scary. to her. That's that's scary. And and listen, sister, thank you so very much for calling in and actually being authentic in your truth. Um, but the reality is that you it takes hard work to be famous, right? And are we saying that you, we want to be famous by any means necessary? You know, I can be famous by, you know, doing illicit activity or certain posts on Instagram. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The you less clothes the better. That's beneficial to no one, particularly you. And I gotta tell you, listen, back in the day, fifteenth, sixteenth century, of course, you could be a 
fool to be, you know, all you had to do was be a fool to actually uh, enter the court. Nowadays, it takes more than being a fool to be a member of the circus. Like, you have to have something on your resume. Just saying, I want to be famous ain't going to cut it. Fame isn't always what you think it is as well. How about being not being able to walk into your favorite restaurant because everybody's trying to hound you for a picture? How about something like, oh, you want to go on vacation, but oh, you can't wear your bikini because there's paparazzi taking pictures of you. Fame is not the goal you should be striving for. You should be striving for the product that's going to come out of that. Not just taking pictures and being, what if there was no Instagram how or about social that? media? How about this? How about finding what you're really good at, what you mm-hmm. really Everybody love doing, and what your natural Everybody, talent is, uh, and what yep. you think. All right, we need to take a short break. We're going to come back with more of this. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. We're talking about role models for women. Where are we getting them from? You know, reality TV getting slammed, but also getting a lot of support, too. What do you think? 1-800-223-9797 on Instagram, at least Evers Live. Post your comments there on our picture. And uh, you should know about this already, but it's coming up. Snoop and Diddy taking over New York February 12th, All-Star Weekend inside the theater at Madison Square Garden. It's the tip-off concert starring Snoop, Diddy, and Friends. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Made hot for you. Beats by Dre and Dr. Della Russo. I'm Lisa Evers, your host for Street Soldiers. We're back right after this. Listen all weekend and win passes to Folk Flex's Sneaker and Lifestyle Expo during All-Star Weekend. That's right, my Sneaker and Lifestyle Expo. Saturday, February 14th. All-Star Weekend at Stage 48 in Manhattan. In the building. Dipset. Dipset in the building. Clark Kent. Fat Joe. Swiss Beats. Janikus. DJ Khaled and more. And me, your girl NASA. I'm going to be out there. Come and kick it with us. No tickets will be sold at the door. Get your tickets now at InFlexWeTrust.com. Like the taste of fresh apples? Try an Angry Orchard hard cider. At Angry Orchard, we believe in tradition. That's why we use apples from a 100-year-old orchard. It takes two apples to make each bottle of Angry Orchard. So raise a glass to a time when apples were best served in a pint glass. Angry Orchard, when you're looking for something a little different, crisp, refreshing, and not too sweet, just like me. Angry Orchard hard cider. Branch out. Angry Orchard Cider Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Drink responsibly. America, last year, we did not get your billion back. We got your billions back. So many billions, we started thinking, this isn't tax season. This is refund season. And nobody gets more of your money back than Block. Guaranteed. Get your billions back, America. Based on maximum refund guarantee, not everyone gets a refund. For details, visit hrblock.com. You can lose 20 to 30 pounds this winter, guaranteed. No exercise needed, no cravings, no hunger, no drugs, no hormones. And this brand new 40-day reset weight loss technology is guaranteed. You know how most weight loss professionals tell you not to step on the scale? Trust us. Dr. Warfel says. I want you to get on the scale every day. I want you to see how this technology is working for you. Here's what I say to new patients. How would you like to look in the mirror 40 short days from now and see the person looking back at you as 20? to 40 pounds lighter. This new technology, 40-Day Reset, raises your metabolism, targets belly, bum, hips, and thighs, and is doctor-supervised. I lost 31 pounds in just 39 days and have kept it off for over two years now. If you're a diabetic, you need to look at this. If you have low energy, you really need to look at this. I'm Dr. Werfel. Check us out at 40dayreset.com or call us up at 855-KILL-FAT. That's 855-KILL-FAT to set up your consult today. After watching the free video, call Dr. Werfel at 855-KILL-FAT with location in Suffering White Plains, Hawthorne, and now open in Manhattan.
Do you know what kind of impression you make online? When you do a Google search for your name or business, do you like what you see? Do your search results make you look the way you want to be seen? Or do they give you an ugly black eye? Negative online content, embarrassing pictures, videos, divorce and bankruptcy rulings, newspaper articles, bad business reviews, blogs and other sources can have a serious impact on your life and your business. Fortunately, Reputation.com can help. Take down this number, one 800 948-6033. That's 1-800-948-6033. When you call, you'll get an expert reputation assessment free. Using patented technology, we'll make the truth about you more visible than negative online content you don't want others to see. Don't let bad search results damage your good name. Call 1-800-948-6033. That's 1-800-948-6033. Don't delay. Call 1-800-948-6033 today. Do you have bad credit? Do you have a problem? getting a car loan for any reason. Credit Solutions can help and you can apply right over the phone with one call to 800-479-4715 even if you're a first-time buyer. Call now, 800-479-4715. We have your credit solution and you can choose from hundreds of vehicles. Drive one home today with just $68 down. Got 68 bucks, want a new car? Call now, 800-479-4715. Get into a new car like a 2015 Hyundai with just $68 down even if you're in a current lease or loan. Call 800-479-4715. Credit Solutions. Solutions is a division of Hudson Hyundai in Jersey City, featuring the Hyundai Assurance and America's Best Warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Call for pre-approval right over the phone. Call now, 800-479-4715. Hundreds of new and pre-owned cars and credit specialists are waiting. Call Credit Solutions now and turn your bad credit into a great newer used car deal. 800-479-4715 or visit HudsonHyundai.com. Offer excludes taxes and MV. Severity of credit affects approval terms. Call dealer for details. Meet Neo as he will be signing his new CD, non Fiction, Tuesday the 27th at 5 p.m. at JR Express on 22 Corner Street, located on the lower level of Century 21 Department Store. Yours truly, DJ Camilla, will be there. See you there. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You did. Thank you, Lloyd, and I still rock you. Just going down Park Avenue to work there. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, Hot 97. Um, at Lisa Evers on Twitter, Instagram, Lisa Evers Live, hashtag women. You can put your comments, you know, post your comments there on the page. And uh, I want to reintroduce our panel because we, we've got an amazing, amazing panel of incredible women here, all incredible in their own way, with us in studio. But I want to say a special thank you to Gus Vargas and Uppercuts Barbershop from West Island. Slip New York for helping us make this show possible today. Always supporting street soldiers, always out there. You know, Shoot Hoops, Not Guns, one of the main sponsors, founding sponsor of that. And uh, I know with NBA All-Star Week coming up, there's going to be quite a few trips out there to West Islip to Gus. No names, please. But Gus, thanks so much for always holding us down. In studio, Damaris Lewis. You've seen her in Sports Illustrated, Swimsuit swimsuit Edition. Dancer and Muse on tour with Prince for a couple years. Now you can see her in NBA Style. She's one of the hosts. Um, also with us, the one and only Amina Panky, Amina Butterfly of Love and Hip Hop, back with us for a second time on Street Soldiers. We love that. Also with us, Rebecca Torres, LifestyleRemix.com. Uh, Danielle Skeen, she has a boutique. She's Executive Director, Women in Entertainment Empowerment Network. Nicole S. Jr., B-Girl Movement, co-founder from bed and Bushwick, former prosecutor, trying to uplift women. Also with us is Chrissy Monroe. You've seen her, see her on uh, 
Love and Hip Hop. She's a TV personality and entrepreneur, and she has her own story, and we got a ton of phone calls, 1-800-223-9797. Let's go to Junie from Harlem right now. Harlem, stand up. Junie, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Uh, hi, how are you? Okay. All right. What's your question or comment? Um, well, pretty much, I, I think it's a negative effect that the um, you know reality TV is having, especially on like the urban and minority society, especially for females, because it's just a negative platform. It's not like you know old you know reality TV where it was like Bad Girls Club or you know Jersey Shore where it was a bunch of young kids who you know drank and partied and fought each other. You know now it's like sell your soul for reality TV for well, the red wait, bottom. Wait, 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 wait. If you got, I mean, you're you're bringing up Jersey Shore, the the, the fights club? and the whole thing yeah, and Bad Girls Club. Hello. I mean, I, I mean, take the, the take this, please. Okay, Junie, thank you. I've got to get a response from everybody about that. I don't know why. Why do you think there's like such a strong feeling? Uh, I mean. Ah, it's it, it's a hard question to answer to be honest. But um, yeah, that he brought up Jersey Shore doesn't really make sense to me, because you know, I mean, it, it all started a while ago. But it's to me, it's all the same thing. <laughs> like, in a way, a, yeah. I think once upon a time, uh, our idea of getting fame per se was actor, model. Now you can be famous for a, a sorority sister. I mean, nobody's pledging. Uh, I personally don't think anybody's pledging, saying I'm pledging to get famous. It's it's a bond. It's strong. And then you have these shows that are preachers of XYZ, housewives of this. You you start to see Oh, that yeah, the preacher show. I forgot about the you, pre- preacher show. Preacher shows. shows. I now, forgot Detroit's about those. Detroit's coming, but you, you start to see that now in t- 2015, the platforms of fame are growing. And I feel like that is where the negative connotations are coming from because the the foundations that people have, have made for years, it's it's different. Yeah, you know, Jersey Shore is no different than uh, what we were watching with Big Brother and all those uh, real world that we were just watching people do nothing. It's just feeding frenzy, right? Right. But now, you know, you have you have, okay, well, I'm the girlfriend of this person or I pledged for this or I'm a preacher and then I'm a doctor. And then it's just every outlet where it used to be private now has has fame. Now becomes public. What about that? But we can't. Also, we cannot take away the race component and the class component. All right. Speak to that. Speak to that, Nicole. And I think we need to read between the lines here. He brought up two shows that were specifically catering to a wider audience or had more white cast members on it as being shows that didn't constitute selling of a soul. Mm. However, when it comes to the shows that have mm. more black and brown women on it, now these are the shows where people are selling their souls. We need to think about how women are allowing themselves to be racialized and to be stereotyped and typified mm. on television based you on race and class. But you don't think they're selling their souls and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Orange yes, County, Lisa, these white yes, women, Lisa, the Real course, Housewives of New of York. Course, all of those they're shows, their souls? whether it comes to the Real Housewives of New Jersey. How many of those women Jersey? made their own money from their own career? Absolutely. I mean, I'm speaking to your they got the MRS. point. Okay. I think it's interesting that your caller polarized yeah. two different types of shows, basically reality television shows, when it came to who were the women or the participants in terms of race on those shows. But of course, exactly, I don't exactly. care what your race is, if you are being a degenerate... I, mean, I misunderstood what you were saying. Down women by your representation as a woman, then you are a problem, and we need for you to do better. And that's why B Girl Movement was founded. And is it worse if you're looking at a situation where you know we do see the, the Real Housewives of New York, the Be- Beverly Hills, all of this, but then you're adding in that that issue of race and class? Well, I feel like the the there the the daughters of people on Real Housewives of Atlanta and um, Love and Hip Hop X Y Z they're not becoming supermodels. 
We don't know who they are, but it's different for Real Housewives of Orange County. It's different from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. We don't have those those specific, just like what you were saying, what he said, Jersey Shore and Bad Girls Club. How come on why, why our is he shows, separating them? How come on our shows we're not becoming into the limelight of the A-lister game? How come it's it's not happening there? And you have to really ask yourself some I'm, I'm, question. I'm happy you brought that up. That is a really big deal. How you come? have to talk about it as race and class mm-hmm. being non-separable. Yep. They really are intersecting and you have to speak about them together. Yep. Yep. No, absolutely. Amina, what, Amina, what about the issue with the, the the issue with the men? Because that was one of the things we started to talk about during the break. It's like right. it's like you had a, you have a music career, right. you have an artistic and I, career. I, um, I joined the show like knowing who I am, like regardless. Um, people ask me all the time, how did I end up on Love and Hip Hop? And it actually was, be, you know, through Peter Guns, my husband. Um, you know, the producers were interested in him, and um, he joined the cast. But you know, after they met me and his other woman <laughs> at the time, um, but. Again, I wouldn't have never joined the show if I wouldn't have known who I am and would have done what I'm doing and would have always been doing. And, um, you know, with or without him, like I knew who I was, what I wanted to do and what my goal was. And going on the show, I thought about it a long time and for a long time and what could be the good for me. And um, that's how I decided, you know, being on. That's how I decided to go with it and to actually do it. But it really hadn't anything to do with him so I didn't you know when people say oh you you know Peter Guns brought you on the show he did but um that's the that's really the only thing you still wouldn't be on it yeah I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be on the show without him but I would be the same me you know what I'm saying like I would be um doing what I've always been doing all right a lot a lot of callers let's go to Nioka from the Bronx and every all our guests in studio please feel free to jump in Nioka hi you're on hot 97 go right ahead good morning ladies um, Good morning. I, I'm very, very concerned. Like, I, I hear everything that you ladies are saying, especially the ladies from Love and Hip Hop. But one thing that I was told and I stand firm on is be the change you want to see. That's and mm-hmm. by you going on reality TV, and Chrissy, you said, you know, you lost out on a lot of years of your prime and you would want to tell young ladies not to do the same thing. But the image that we see you is the image that you said you're running away from. We still see you partying. We still see you in a relationship with the married men. We still see all these negative images of you. So what are you really teaching young ladies? And success is what you keep saying that this show has helped me with my career but how far have you actually gotten like i don't see anybody living in big mansions how much are you willing to sell your soul for because it doesn't seem like it's just that profitable and also amina you're beautiful i don't know as far as your music career goes but as far as a person you seem very very sweet and the things that you're subjecting yourself to are the things that as a mom i would have a heart attack if my daughter went through them what would you, you guys say, Yoka, Yoka, I'm hold, sorry. hold up one second what would you say to amina if she were your daughter what would you say to amina about her situation? That you're, you're worth so much more like there's so much more to life than second hand and that's what you are to go on tv and to live this lifestyle it's embarrassing, honestly. Like you said, people told you that they live that lifestyle, but it's not publicized, and that's the difference. You can be who you are, but don't be who reality TV wants you to be, and that's who you are. Like you said, 
they don't get to see the other side. So you're so basically you're not- basically saying to her, Nyoka, I got to move on. But you're basically mm-hmm. saying to Amina, she deserves more. I think people would agree. Some people would agree yeah. with that. Right? Both of them. Hi, right, Chrissy. Okay, Thank let me you. let me get them to let me give them a chance to respond. Amina, what about to what she just said? Do you feel like you deserve more? Yeah, definitely. I hear it every day, a hundred thousand times. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, you're, but again, I didn't go on the reality show knowing that I was that this all was going to happen. You know, I went on we basically blind. You know, we we know we had a kind of a story. You know, I was um, dating, I was married to Peter, and um, I know that something was going to you know unfold. And but I didn't know the, the point that we're at now and what happened this season. Like I didn't know that I was end up going through all of this. So it's just I'm dealing with it as we're filming, as we're you know, as the production is going on. So I'm, I'm sorry, go away. Let me let me get Chrissy. Slip? Does she say was married? I'm just curious. No, no, no. we are still. Oh, okay, she's okay. still married. <laughs> Chrissy, what about the Chrissy? What what about the comment that she that Nyoka just made in terms of a man that's still married, even if it's just on paper? Well, you know, when I met him, he was separated. He's been with uh, his wife since he was 16. Um, you know, sometimes you know our heart, our heart. Um, our head, our head, our head is telling us one thing, and our heart is telling us another. And unfortunately, you know, that was just his situation when we met, and I chose to deal with it. He was honest about it. Um, you know, it's called love and hip hop, and the show magnifies our relationships. That's what it's about. Um, you know, a lot of people may agree or disagree with what I'm going through, but that's my reality. Um, and you know. Sometimes I I don't know how to deal with it. You know, it it hasn't been easy. We're taking it day by day, and it's going to play out through the season. And as far as showing me partying, I'd like to know where. Um, Sometimes they do put me in scenes and nightclubs, but... Well, there's nothing wrong with partying. Danielle, what about that? Yeah, I think in defense of some of the reality stars is a lot of them, and we see time after time, they don't see themselves until they see themselves. So I think when the cameras are around and you're in the moment, who you really are comes out. But when you see how you really look, you know, embarrassment comes into it a lot of them feel ashamed and Chrissy talked on it earlier she was like well now I want to do some things to help back to for some girls so I think what we're seeing was filmed months and months ago so they're in a different mindset and I think a lot of them now that they have this platform and they see how they look on it they're like all right well what do I need to do now to make sure that I can look right because uh, now they know that they're role models okay but let me Except I, I want to read my, my phone my phone is blown up which I know is a good yes. is always good with a with a show I have a text message I want to I want to read to you because it's from a very special person Rachel Lloyd, she's the founder of GEMS, an organization um, that empowers young women, especially girls, which we see in our communities. Uh, these teenage girls that are getting caught up into, by, picked up by these pimps and turned out, or these pimps that pose as boyfriends and then turn them out. Um, and she says, she goes, she, she's, uh, she can't call in at the moment, but she wants to say the challenge isn't about what they've been through, what anybody in reality TV has been through. It's about what they're currently going through. It's right. real, but if you're still in the situation, how can you offer any hope of it being different? With our peer counselors who are awesome at sharing their struggles, we have a rule that you can't be currently going through something to share it. You have to have perspective and distance. Girls need to know that there's hope for healthy lives and healthy relationships. Especially if you're on television, you know, communicating what you're currently going through. Like, you have a responsibility as someone who is a public agent, if you will. to inspire change, to be an agent of change. And you can only do that if you yourself are at a place where you are confident in who you are and in the beauty of who you are, right? You can't do that if you you feel you're still developing. So if that's your point and if that's your excuse, stop it. 
let someone else who already knows who they are and that they're they're developed. Okay, well, Rebecca. The, yeah, the caller she was saying she started off with saying you know about being the change, and I think that all of us as women who are in the media, who are on television, who are like myself creating television, we need to really like consciously decide what it is that we want to do and how we want to like take our power back. Because like I said earlier, on television historically we haven't been given the power. In real life, we're not really given the power. We're seen as you know childbearers and. Women once we're done doing that, our value diminishes. Um, black and brown women, we're seen as sex objects. We're seen as, you know, these exotic others. Um, and it's about taking back our power. And for the young women who are so hell-bent on being famous, mamitas, you need to love yourselves. You need to figure out who the hell you are because fame, trying to pursue that, it's probably going to get you involved with the wrong guys, abusive relationships, drugs, and being Further from your true authentic self than you could ever imagine. And, you know, I mean, for my sisters here who are on Love and Hip Hop going through their own things, yes, you're you're showing things that do really happen in real life. But my my hope for you all and for us is that we again take back some of that power because this is such an integral time in in television. And I urge all of us women who are in media, in radio, who can create roles, who can create television to bring more positive images of women. We have the power. We have our wallets. That's the money that moves America. That's our... our okay, okay but, uh, but, uh, but also, too, I, I have to give credit. Yes. I mean, to, to see your life out there on TV, whether you're going through it or you've been through it, yes. has got to be a tough thing. A I mean, wild. I have to give, I give Amina and Chrissy credit for coming and talking about yes. the most intimate mm-hmm. things in public because maybe like we're talking about like they have to get on TV and then if they have these perfect lives then it looks totally fake and everybody goes oh that's so fake and they go to look for like where's the crack in that facade instead Uh they're like putting it all out there and maybe in some way that's helping other people and that's helping women because they're like you know what I see the pain Amina's going through and you know what it would have been nice if it's, he'd been with her when she uh-huh. checked checked into the yeah, hospital you know alone. like people feel like they're the only one going through it and when they see yeah. someone else you know mm-hmm. going through it it's like they can relate like it's that but the, the thing. thing is, when we're telling our stories, who's in charge of telling the stories? Like Chrissy was saying, the producers, they're pushing her to, you know, make a decision to do something now. But in and her, she might not be ready for it. She may yeah. not be ready. And, and the relationship, power, the real relationship might not be ready for exactly. it. Exactly. And maybe she needed some more time to marinate on how she was going to handle Everything that situation. And, you know, we, we see the show on Monday nights when you guys see it for the first time. So it's kind of mortifying. I'm sitting there like, oh, gosh, what are they going to put? What did they edit? You know, it, Yeah, scary. me too. You know, but I think, I I think too, but to, to your point, Chrissy, what are they going to edit? What are they going to put? You, that's you. You're the one that's in front of the camera. So I feel like if you don't give them anything ratchet to edit, it doesn't matter matter what exactly. they put you know you're gonna have a great show that day because you know who you are That's right. and to what you were saying earlier about us having more positive images i think it's starting to come it's just not at the rate as the ratchet shows so the 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 um, married to medicines of the world the dr jackies of the world I yeah, think but they don't have people, anywhere near the impact on our audience but I think and our more youth. people are starting to get that consciousness and now when they're going on reality shows i think more people are starting to be aware of that but at the end of the day reality television reflects what's currently out there and yeah, but who's, who's here, curating here's, i'm sorry who's curating these shows again it's predominantly white males they're the here's ones. no it is not here's not with black no. not with love and hip-hop no. come on no, no. it is not Talk with love about and hip-hop about reality tv Ow. 
on a whole. No, if it we is look not. At who the no, CEO, it is not. The Rebecca, CEOs I gotta disagree. Of these, of these it's not. I gotta, dis- writers, I gotta disagree with you. And just coming from personally knowing a lot of producers on the shows, everybody down from the executives down to the castmates, they are people of color. So it's it's funny that we I always did a like to say. On it and I'm but I feel like at, a lot like, of people of color. I feel like boardrooms who are really paying the checks and signing these checks, they're not us. They're not reflections of us, and they're not really women. Some, I feel like some but, of them, but the, but content, the people that are the making it, the people is, that are making it, the creative, the people that have creative control, are much more worse. diverse. Exactly. I feel That's like worse. I feel like people forget. Okay, guys, we live in. Okay, oh, well, let's get back. We live in New York. Okay, major cities: New York, Miami, Atlanta, and uh, L.A. We forget that people watching these shows don't live in these large cities. We forget that some people watching these shows live in towns where there are no ethnic people. So guess what? When they pass their magazine stand, and yeah. when they pass their magazine stand, and we're not on any of the covers of the major magazines, but we're on King with our butts out, and we're on these other ones, it's no different when you turn on the TV. You turn on the TV, and they're flipping through channels, and they've got their cooking shows and everything else, and then you put on VH1. And and boom, we're right there. We're throwing drinks. We're doing all this kind of stuff. Let's not forget about Basketball Wives. That whole habit thing happened too. A show about the man that I dated. The whole show is about the ball player that I dated. Okay. We really forget that we have the power to change these stereotypes of people, especially in today's age where it's so hard because we're looking at all these cases that are happening and it's like, how come when you see me, that's what you see? Guess what? It's a product of what they see on TV. People watch TV. Not everybody has Instagram. People watch TV. People watch watch these shows so when you say that who okay well if it's the producers then blame the producers no matter what color they are no matter where they're from they're black white asian hispanic whatever they are sitting there laughing at us they're laughing at us in their seats uh, getting money for it you know what i mean whether you're mona whoever you who, who who you may be you have to literally sit there and go no i'm going to get on this tv show and i'm not going to give you what you want whatever kick me off kick me off it's okay it's not being afraid we have a and then, fear and then of come talk to me job. we'll put you on fox five and we'll put you on <laughs> I wish we had more. I wish we had more time for this. I want. I want to thank this amazing panel. Everyone on hold: Denise, Trish, Crystal, Kiki, Sonia, Price, Lala, Fetty. Everybody on uh, on hold. I'm sorry we can't get to your telephone calls, but uh, I want to thank our amazing panel here: Damaris Lewis, Amina Panky, aka Amina Butterfly, Rebecca Torres, Danielle Skeen, Nicole S. Jr., and Chrissy Monroe. I want to thank all of you so so much. And of course, uh, Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine, who was on earlier with us on the show. I want to thank you so so much for being with us and I think we're going to have to do this again so I hope you all come back and we we can do this again so I want to say we need a part we totally need a part two on this and um, I want to say thank you to Kid Inc. for the amazing exclusive interview that aired on Fox 5 News you can check it out on LisaEvers.com thanks to everyone at RCA Records Moni Perry Ryan Hobbs and also condolences to ASAP Mob ASAP Yams if you're a, a, a fan or a friend his uh, wake public viewing for the public and for fans is taking place 9 a.m. going on right now until 1 p.m. 1076 Madison Avenue. And we also have a little bit of an obituary to him that aired on Fox 5 News that you can see on LisaEvers.com. And also, this will be another show in the future, I'm sure. If you are a fan of Empire, if you watch Empire on Wednesday nights, I am doing for the month of February. We started two of them actually starting this week and uh, continuing for 
hopefully a while. I'll be doing uh, Wednesday night exclusive interviews with different aspects of hip-hop. We've had Fabulous. We had Kid Inc. Big surprise for you this Wednesday during the Fox 5 News at 10. So please follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers Instagram, Lisa Evers Live, for updates on that. And I want to shout out my whole team, my executive producer, Tone Capone, our board op, digital assistant, and all-around everything man, the one and only TJ, my... Um, the uh, on the boards today, Christina Acosta, and also Team Team Lisa hashtag Team Lisa, Rose D, Amber Ravenel out of that music conference get signed or die in Cleveland. So big shout out to them on the grind, and uh, you know you can check out this show right afterwards in a couple of minutes. It'll be right up on LisaEvers.com. Check out my Fox Five videos on LisaEvers.com as well. If you want to be a part of this show, next week we're going to be kicking off Black History Month talking about a good segue or a good follow-up to this. Blacks and entertainment, the stereotypes. Are the stereotypes still there? Are there more opportunities? Who's really controlling the images? If you want to be a part of that show in any way, email Tone, Tone, the number four real, at gmail.com tone the number four real at gmail.com and also special thanks again to gus vargas christina acosta uppercuts barbershop west islip for helping us with the show giving us that special assistance we needed this week have a great week remember use your mind it's your best weapon i hope it's your only weapon i'm lisa evers push for peace jd power ranked geico highest customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the state of new york in a tie and for that new yorkers we say thank you for more than 75